0: Too Much Money, Begley, and Balancing TSP on today's Fednababble.
1: This is Fednababble, where Kevin and Cassie make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. These two don't hold back as they answer questions from the FedPilot workshops and webinars or from questions submitted by you at Fednababble.com. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Fednababble, where Cassie displays are brilliance and I tag along with her. <laughs> let's go to question. I don't know. Let's go. Let's go to question one. All right. The first one, if you retire in the middle of the year <laughs> and your salary. OK, so l- l- let me set this up. First off, uh-huh. they're t- they're talking about what people call Social Security supplement, which isn't actually a thing. So we're talking about special retirement supplement. OK. So that that's the context. So let me let me do this. What if you're okay. what if you retire in the middle of the year and your salary to that point goes over the earnings test total will you receive the they put special retirement supplement here which is actually or they put Social Security supplement which Social is actually special retirement is- supplement or does yes. your salary to that point eliminate you because basically what it is. With the earnings test, if you make more than at mm-hmm. least this year, about $19,000, then they start taking money away. So, Cassie, does that, does their earnings for the first half of the year preclude them from receiving the special retirement supplement?
0: Here's the thing you don't, have, you're not. You're <laughs> yes or
1: no, Cassie. Yes or no. That's all I want to know. That's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know it's not that easy. Okay.
0: Either. It's not that easy, though. So. (laughs) No, their earnings while they're working and not receiving the special retirement supplement or not eligible to receive it because they don't always receive the full amount or even a portion of it, depending on what that looks like and what their retirement. I mean, there's hold on back up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know it's confusing. This is a hard one. Well, because it isn't, it isn't just yes or no. Explain. Right.
0: OK, they're, like I said, their income while they're working and not eligible for the special retirement supplement is not going to count. For the earnings test. Right. OK, it's while they're eligible and and collecting uh, or is supposed to be right. collecting the special right. retirement supplement. Right. That's if they have any outside earnings in addition to that, that. And here's the thing. They don't even ask you until the next year what right. those earnings are. Right.
1: <laughs> it's so, so messed up. You still
0: get the money and then Uh, you know, I wouldn't say lie to them, but you're you're going to receive that money and then the next year they'll take it away if you've earned too much. So essentially, that's how that works or reduce your benefit or whatever that that looks like for your income. But the income that you had while you were working, when you were not eligible to receive that benefit does not count towards the earning test.
1: Okay, good that. Yeah, that is the answer. However, you're right. There's more involved, and I'm going to add one more wrench in there. And I think this is where (laughs) you didn't want to add the wrench, but I'm going to do it just for the fun of it. Oh boy! So during the so someone retires. Let's say they retire at the end of June, right? So they have another or end is it end of July? Is halfway during the year? I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways. It's July, August, September, October, November, December. It is it's July. Okay. Any time so
0: between of the year. May and August.
1: Right. So, <laughs> so let's say you retire in the middle of the year. Right. Then the earnings test could really technically start at that point if you earn more than nineteen thousand dollars after and that half. But you're in the interim pension period. And
0: you are going there.
1: I am sorry. I, I shouldn't. I know. So uh, I look at the SS supplement, the and it isn't Social Security Supplement, but it's the Special Retirement Supplement. You don't get it anyways, because no. during that interim time, you're you're not going to be receiving it. It's not until they finally they finalized your pension, which is about a year later. So the middle of the next year, you'll finally get back what you what they what you deserve. And by that time, they may see, oh, you earned too much. And so they may not give it to you after all. <laughs> so did I just confuse the heck out of everyone there? But yes, you're right. I, I, oh, my goodness. It is Here's not a simple answer.
0: They may not give it to you on your pension from that point, but they might pay you for the back pay. So then you still have to. Um, you still have to claim those earnings that they've paid you for the back pay on that year's taxes that you got paid in. Right. So if I if they paid you in 2022 because you separate <laughs> the middle of 2021 and it's not finalized until 2022, and then they determine oh you earned too much so you're not eligible for it from now on, but then you were oh last my. year because we owe you it. Yeah. It's
1: and then does that bump you, you up the tax bracket? 'Cause you were too close to the edge of the tax bracket. And then actually are, are you paying yep. more in taxes than you should have been? This is why when people say, yeah. Hey Kevin, I chose to retire this day. Why? Because it sounds like a good day. My mind goes, <sighs> I'm like, no. Because I don't want you to be put you're put you. It is possible to put yourself in situations you. There's no way to crawl out of, and you don't even know. And it could last two yep. years after you retire, and you're still feeling the, feeling the effects of not choosing when you should retire strategically. Oh my goodness, head right. blown.
0: Like oh. I'm going to retire at 61 in 11 months. We'll, well, wait one more month. Right. If you have over 20 years of service and get an extra 10 percent in your pension, like for the little things can make a huge difference, huge difference. Yes. And so people really have to just okay. we're getting out of the weeds, but you have to (laughs) plan your retirement. (laughs) That's the gist of it. And you've got to look at all of these different factors, you know, get in touch with somebody who has answers for you if they can't tell yes. you, hey, the Social Security Supplement is not the special retirement supplement. You need to get a hold of us. Yep. So that way you yep. can talk to somebody in our network of advisors who can distill that down for you and explain how to operate that and coordinate it with the rest of everything else.
1: Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, my head explodes during that time. And, and, and it can be can't again. In context of someone's situation, it can simply be explained. I mean, it's not difficult to explain it when. okay, what what's your situation? How does that work? Okay, there. Here is how it would work for you if you went down that path. If you went down this other path, you could actually save a lot of money, like thousands, even tens of thousands of dollars going down this other path. You could keep for yourself. Which do you want? Huh? No brainer, that, no oh brainer. God.
0: That reminds me of this case I had the other night. I stayed up and drank coffee and everything to make sure that I was <laughs> had this case to the advisor because there was I had to break it down into different options.
1: of, oh, of good.
0: Because the, the way the employee had this question and it was regarding, you know, military service and then he wanted to separate this state. And so I had to really explain out like, what would happen if, or he, you know, if or when he bought back his military service for this option, but then he wants to go out this date, and this is what this would happen, and so we had to go through those different scenarios. But that's what we do: is we make sure that people are informed about those situations and see, okay, well. If if you go on this date, this is what this happens here. But then we've got to take into consideration these other things. Now, if you go out on this date, is that going to be better for you? Because now we're you know, looking at these other different considerations and it right. might be more beneficial for you to do because now that opens up maybe different benefits that you're eligible because of, you know, you've been in the you've been in the federal program for longer or what have you. So right.
1: So I I want to point something out I want to point something out to everyone. Please understand that as as when we when we say that you can get one of these reports from and and Cassie creates these reports. Right. And you we we basically have one of our uh, one of the uh, advisors in a trusted network reach out to you, gather your information. Cassie does the reports. This is the kind of thing you can expect. She stays up late at night, <laughs> drink a coffee just to make it work and look at all the different situations and then hands that back to the advisor then the advisor talks to you and again all of this is no cost no obligation, no sales pitch, all of this. And and that's a, the that's the extent that we go to make sure that federal employees have the information that we need and it's no joke. This is it it makes a huge difference in understanding it and not understanding it. Whoops, I just hit my microphone. Sorry, but that's so thank you, Cassie. Thank you for drinking all that coffee. Okay. next question. (laughs) Let's look at this. So this person is a post office employee. I dropped all ugly several years ago when I picked up private life insurance. Okay. and I'm a I'm a post office employee. It looks like I should have kept the basic. Can I can I get it in? And I, I guess I should have gone in and capitalized that basic because that is a that is a that is one of the options of FEGLI, the basic option. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Cassie, why should why should that postal employee? Why should they not have dropped the basic?
0: Because in retirement, well, for one, postal employees get basic for free.
1: That's it, bingo. Right? That's exact. It's free. Why did you drop it? <laughs> Don't do that. Postal employees only. For two. No one else.
0: Yeah, for two though. Even in retirement, after age sixty-five, if you take a reduction, it could also be free. Right. Granted, you have to take a reduction, but then you have free life insurance in place.
1: Or is that um, option? A? And if you
0: already have. No. Well, option A also reduces. That one is also free, but that one automatically reduces. Um. oh, and that one's not free. I take that back. Only the basic (laughs) is there a, quote, unquote, free option. Most employees pay for it while they're in service. Postal employees get basic for free. If they retire, then they pay for it between the years of the retirement and 65. If they choose to reduce. And have the seventy-five percent reduction because there are different options for reducing it. But um, I would say if you're a postal employee, free insurance is free insurance. Amen. I'm not going to recommend anything because I'm not uh, a financial advisor and I can't tell you what to do. Um, But it's free insurance.
1: It's free, right? Can but can they get back in? (laughs) Can they get back in now?
0: Oh, um, not without a qualifying life event.
1: So go get married again, maybe. I don't know polygamy—it's a thing now, or uh, not? I don't know.
0: Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Um, no, okay, yeah. so they need a qualifying life event or adopt a child, whatever yeah, works for you. There you go. Right,
1: that works. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, can you get back in? Uh, it's It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, you have to have the qualifying life fit. Okay, that's question two. Question three. Are there strat okay, this is this is a complicated one, and we have six minutes. Are there strategies that can be used to balance TSP investments as it relates to the suitability of investing in Roth funds versus standard or traditional TSP? One of the most difficult aspects in trying to predict future tax brackets in retirement. So they're they're trying to figure out, basically, are there strategies to understand when I should put money in my Roth and when I should put money into my traditional? Because trying to understand the tax brackets in the future is a crystal ball. And, it, and it's difficult to understand. Well, it's not a crystal ball as of today, because we know we've been told by mm-hmm. our new president that taxes are going to go up. So we, we know that's going to happen. Well, but at the same time, here's the
0: thing. Taxes are always going up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hate to say it.
0: if they don't, if they're not going to now, they're going to five years from now or ten years from now, like, they're going to continue to increase. I'm sorry, taxes, death and taxes are one of those things that are guaranteed and increasing taxes, unfortunately, is also guaranteed. Right. Right. (laughs) But I think this actually needs to be looked at as are there strategies that can be used to balance the TSP investments? Yes.
1: Yeah, there are
0: um, contribution strategies there are tax strategies. Mm-hmm. There is a distribution strategy. Right. When do I take these different buckets of money? Um, do I pull from my Roth? Do I pull from my traditional? What does that look like? Is it just the TSPR that you're dealing with? Right. right. And right. there, that's why we really got to talk to somebody who knows our specific situation and what our goals and priorities are for retirement, because until they know that they can't answer this question for you. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean,
0: other than saying, yes, there are strategies.
1: Right. (laughs) That's all that's all we can really say today is, yes, there are. But what's right for you? There are. Exactly. Yeah, no clue, no clue. Everyone's a little bit different.
0: I like how I I got frozen there when I had my hand out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well okay. Well then that that we just kind of let that episode off on a downer then. Are there? Yes. Okay. Next. Um yeah. (laughs) That that's it. (laughs) Go figure it out. Get in touch with us. Yes, yes go figure it out go do that go to the fendababble.com website and and sign yes. up and have have Cassie create one of these reports for you and then when you talk with an advisor again even the strategy piece of this an advisor will talk to you about and kind of walk you through no cost no obligation no sales pitch still and they'll walk you through where should you put your money g f c s and i Roth traditional here you put it here 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 go do it. there's no reason not to, oh my goodness, then there's all the reason yeah. to do it if you can grow one of the things I say in my workshop as I talk about there there are two main reasons or two main goals for the accumulation phase or the phase that employees are in putting money in right one of those goals is mm-hmm. to grow your money as much as possible if you if you're not doing that why are you even using the tsp there's there's no reason you might as well take it out and put it in a savings account if you're not trying to grow your tsp and and that's what they can help you with is if if you don't know if let me say this if any federal employee doesn't feel good about where they're headed with their tsp not just i feel okay no if you don't feel good and confident about where you're headed about in the tsp get cassie's report You need it. I want every federal employee to feel good, not just. Yeah, I feel okay. I think I'm doing the right thing. That's not an acceptable answer. It should be. Yes, I know where I'm going. I'm headed there and I'm excited to do that. That's the feeling that every federal employee should have about their TSP.
0: I think that. People just oh, the the government's going to take care of me and these are the benefits that I have not happening and they don't do the proper planning, Right. retirement should not be something that just happens in life that you're just going to figure out when you get there. Retirement should be a planned process. It should be something that, okay, this is what I'm going and you're, you should know what you're going to have and what, what you're going to do when you get there. Right. Um, this This should be something that over time, you take a look at and okay, at retirement, I will have a million dollars. And this is the amount of income that I'm gonna have from that million dollars, and this is what I'm going to do with that, right? And 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 this is what I'm gonna have for social security. Like it should be something that I mean there are exceptions. Yes. Sometimes things happen in life and we have to do, you know, and figure it out just like anything. Um, but it should be something that, okay, this is a planned point in my life. This is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to do to get there. Yeah. Right. Um, To make that happen for myself. And you can't do that, though, until you know where you're starting from. Um, You know, you can't. Oh, well, I'm going to contribute this amount. Well, why? Why are you going to increase your TSP or why are you going to decrease the amount that you put in your TSP? And why are you going to choose those different funds?
1: You should know exactly why every single one of those moves you make, not just arbitrarily make them. Yeah. OK, so OK, we're out don't of time.
0: Take water, clear, Get your numbers.
1: There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Take care and we'll talk to you next time. See you. To get Cassie's comprehensive report on your federal retirement benefits at no cost, no obligation, and no sales pitch, go to fednababble.com. While you're there, submit a question for them to answer on the show.